there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Matt Humans, who is filling in today for Paulie Howard. The Summer of Paulie Part 2 continues here today on Memorial Day. Hope everybody's having a uh, great, safe, exciting, wonderful Memorial Day weekend um, as the weather across the country picks up. And summer is now pretty much officially upon us. Great show today. Michael Lombardi coming up in an hour. We'll talk some NFL with him. At that time, Keith Smith covers the NBA and the Boston Celtics on the show today. And uh, two just dynamite play-by-play guys. Dan Schulman today in two hours on the Blue Jays and Major League Baseball. And Sean McDonough, who is calling Game 7 tonight, Rangers-Hurricanes on ESPN. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. Actually, Schulman, McDonough, like you said, two of the best in the business. And um, actually, looking forward to talking some football with uh, Lombardi here in, what, about one hour? Was the weekend going for you? Pretty good. Pretty, good. Pretty it was a good weekend. I mean, I went going into the weekend. I had no idea it was going to be good, bad, whatever. Uh, and Sunday turned out to be the type of day that you just script. It worked out perfectly. Yeah. Had the Celtics to win the series. Had Sam Burns to win the golf tournament. We'll talk about that's a that. pretty good day. Yeah. We'll get to Burns in that crazy golf tournament coming up in a little bit. But the Celtics finally took care of business against the Heat. What a what, what a wacky game yet again to close out Game 7. And just uh, how do you even describe that series? I mean, I wanted to poke my eyeballs out half mm-hmm. the time. It was so bad. Other people said it was super exciting and dramatic. 
Okay, fine. If, the, if that, that's what you think, that's fine to, by me. Who said that? I saw people on uh, my Twitter timeline saying that. Yeah. Uh, I would tell other people that, you know, just because a series goes seven games doesn't mean it was a good series. Right. I thought it was borderline atrocious. And, uh, uh, you know, thank goodness they didn't have like a nine-game series or an 11-game series because I wanted this thing done after like four or five games. I thought it was so bad. Anyway, the Celtics go on and win as a three-point favorite. They covered the game last night, Matt, and somehow it stayed under like 197. Yeah, I'm not sure where you start here, but the Celtics had a 13-point lead late in the game. Managed to let that most of it get away. So it's down to two with uh, in the final minute. By the way, the Celtics led by five and had the ball with a minute to go and managed to screw that up to the point where they led by two and Jimmy Butler had a breakaway. Mm. He, he's either going to the rim to tie the game or he pulls up from three to potentially take the lead. And uh, it was a dramatic end of the series. But like you said, the first five games were blowouts. Game six was uh, a per- actually a, a great performance by Butler and a, a big win for the Heat on the road in Boston. And game seven, I didn't think it was a great game until the end when the Heat made that big rally. And we can talk about Jimmy Butler's decision to pull up and shoot the three. Well, you know, you know why the Celtics almost blew the game? Because Marcus Smart really loves himself some Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that has happened now frequently in the playoffs. It happened in the Bucs series where all of a sudden, down the stretch, game's tight. Like, Marcus Smart's going to take every shot. Look at a three with 11 seconds on the shot clock. He's, yeah. he's forcing up everything. Every, like, dude, can you... Get Tatum involved. Yeah. Hey, pass the ball sometime. Get it out of your hands. You don't have to take every shot down the final three minutes. He took 22 shots from the field last night. That was the most for Boston. And you was, like you said, there were a couple instances there late where the Celtics need to run some clock. Yes. And they took a shot, I think, 10 seconds in to the shot clock the first time and 11 seconds in the second time. You've got to run 20 seconds off that shot clock that greatly increases your chance of winning the game, and they were taking the early shots missing and allowed the Heat to uh, make the comeback. Yep. So what did you think then of the Butler pull-up three okay. down by two when it was basically a, you know, a fast break? So when Butler's on the break, I'm thinking, you look and you see Al Horford backpedaling. Yes. And I think, okay, Butler's going to the rim here, and he's either going to score or he's shooting free throws and the game's probably going to be tied. Mm-hmm. That was just my instant thought was, he's going to the rim, we're probably looking at a tie game. He pulls up from three, wide open. That's a tough shot to hit when you're on the move in transition to pull up on a dime and shoot the three like that. But I'll, I'll say this, I, I don't like the shot, the three-point shot, but I don't hate it uh, because as somebody who's, who bet the Celtics in the series – when Butler pulled up and shot the three, I thought, oh, no, that's going in. And it didn't. Mm-hmm. Got lucky. It was off the front rim, but he was, it was an uncontested three-point look. I still think he should have driven to the rim, but I can't sit there and rip the guy's shot selection because the shot didn't go in. If he hits that shot, he's the hero, most likely the hero today, and everybody's praising him. I don't think it was the smart shot. Um, but Jimmy Butler, a lot of things were going well for him in games six and seven, and I think he had a belief that he was going to make that three-pointer. He did get one vote as the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Nine people voted on it. Tim Bontemps voted for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Every other person voted for Jason Tatum. Yeah. So Bontemps' uh, theory on this is the best player can be on a losing team in a series, hence I'm going to give him my vote. 
Uh, I'm a big shot selection guy. Always have been. Mm-hmm. I had the Celtics 18 to one. To I hated the shot. You're not Steph Curry. You're gonna. You're going to. You're the best player on the court. Like you said, you have Al Horford backpedaling. You are going to get to the rim. Mm-hmm. You have a very high chance of not only scoring but also getting fouled and maybe go to the free throw line. It's a guy who doesn't even take threes. And I tweeted that out as soon as it happened. I'm like, I can't believe he took that shot. That's a, that's a zero out of ten on a shot selection decision scale. And people were like, no, nah, love the shot. I think, honestly, to me, it's like not even really debatable that it was a bad shot. And people are just so used to seeing open. I don't. To be honest, Matt, I don't care what kind of numbers people could come at me today from the analytics side mm-hmm. and say, well, if you take the shot here, you have a certain percentage to make it. And then if he does, they're going to... Their win probability goes from this to this. Don't care. He's not a three-point shooter. He's going to get to the rack. He's probably going to get fouled. He might make the shot. Don't right, care. Right. Don't care about what, what the numbers tell me. Hated the shot. That was my gut reaction as soon as he took it before it actually went in. Yeah, and what you're going to hear, like you said, uh, from the analytics side, is that when you're down two, take the three-pointer. Gives you a greater chance to win mm-hmm. the game. I, I just thought my instant reaction when he's driving the court was, if he takes us to the rim, we're looking at a tie game. That's exactly yeah. what I thought, too, yeah, with, with a good chance of probably getting The way that they were calling that game last night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. There's no, I mean, that's another thing, too, is is it all on the referees? Is it how the players play? Well, there's no flow to any of these games. Total of 48 free throw attempts. Each team had 24 last night. I don't think the officiating was bad either way. Like, I don't think it uh, Favored to sell Tilted one way or the other, yeah. yeah. It was just all around bad, and I think you're seeing that in a lot of games in the NBA playoffs. Uh, it's yep. just, it's, uh, there's, like you said, no flow, no rhythm, very choppy play, and a lot of that has to do with the, the refs, I think, micromanaging the situations. Uh, there were some brutally bad calls there last night, but uh, they went both ways. Yep, I would agree with that. Here's Jason Tatum, again, the MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals, after the game talking about the midseason criticism. You know, from saying that we need to split the group up or get rid of, you know, somebody or me and JB can't play together, uh, that fueled us um, to, to figure it out and, you know, not run from it. That, you know, we are obviously are going to be here for a while and that we trust in each other and, and that we had to be better. Uh, so, yeah, I think instead of separating, we became closer. They were very, their odds were very, very long back in January and still into uh, middle February. As high as 150 to 1 to win the championship. Is that what you saw? That's some, actually, uh, I was over at Doug Kazarian's house. I had a little get together to watch the game. And uh, one of the guys there from Prop Swap said they have several tickets of uh, people who bet the Celtics in wow. January, I think in January, at 150 to 1. I didn't realize the number got that high. See, like Jonathan Von Tobel of uh, VSIN has got a Celtics, I think, 66 to 1 ticket from maybe early February. Okay. Something like that. Oh, that's a great number. So 125 to 150 to 1. 150. I, didn't. I didn't realize the Celtics got that high, but at some books, they got that high. I, I don't recall seeing that number in Vegas, but uh, it was out there somewhere. And a piece of 18 to 1 from the middle of February to win the East. To win the East. To win the East. Yeah. So that got there last night. Did you hedge? With that last night, what'd you do with that? So people were asking me, and uh, my response was about a half an hour before the game. I still hadn't hedged, and I said, um, "If I can't lose, if I can't win this ticket, if the Celtics can't beat the Heat in a seven-game series, I don't deserve to win the ticket. I don't deserve to cash it." 
before the game, I hedged a little bit. Well, it's, I, it's I, tempting I, in that yeah. situation because you can take the Heat plus three and a half. Yep. And uh, you can win both ways. Correct. That's really the only time I like to hedge when you can win both bets. Yeah. It was a small. Well, which basically is more of a middle shot yes. than a hedge. But, yep. It was a small know. bet basically to get back a little bit more than I originally bet. Yeah. Okay. A little bit more than that. So nothing major. Um, you you were a winner on not only that series, but also the golf tournament yesterday. We'll spend time talking about this again. Scheffler's in the playoff. Was oh, that guy good? This just in. Mm. He's pretty decent. You know, he didn't make but, a birdie all day yesterday. How about that? Scotty Scheffler. And you, you're sitting on Sam Burns, who's in the clubhouse at nine under with how many guys he had on the course? So Sam Burns uh, goes, uh, he shoots a five under 65. And I, down the stretch, I'm like, come on, Sam, one more birdie. If you can get in the clubhouse at 10 under, I think you got a shot to win this. He couldn't birdie on the back nine. Uh, there, there were wind gusts. The conditions were getting a little bit tougher out there. But he goes in at nine under. At one point on the back nine, there were five guys tied at 10 under. You think all five guys are not going to fall apart. Sam Burns can't win this thing. Mm-hmm. He finished his round. There were still eight groups on the course, and he was in the clubhouse for more than two hours before the playoff. That's for almost two hours. Incredible. I've, I've never. I think that might be the luckiest just, golf win uh, I've ever had, considering the circumstances. Yep. You don't win a tournament when there no. are eight groups still on the course. No, no, that, yeah. that that does not happen. The first hour of this show is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers. Your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Up next, it was the best uh, story of the entire weekend. It's relatable to all of us, and it's fun to see it uh, happen involving a couple of professionals. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare rain or shine every day is a great day for fishing right 
You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to be. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. The Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers is your home for betting on the French Open. Log in any day of the tournament to receive a 20% profit boost that you can use on any live in-play bet of the French Open. The top half of the men's draw white's getting good now. Uh, some of these matchups are shaping up to be an amazing Grand Slam event. Get your free profit boost today and every day at BetRivers.com or on the BetRivers app. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So it's been a really good weekend sports-wise. Game 7 last night. We have a Game 7 coming up tonight in the NHL. All the stuff in Major League Baseball. The French Open is going on. Uh, Matt, the best story, however, stemming from the weekend. No question about it. Something that happened involving two Major League Baseball players and their fantasy football draft. You could have told me this on Friday, and I'd be like, nah, what? What the hell are you talking about? We're not going to talk, discuss this on Monday? Really? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be involved? And then you find out Tommy Pham and Jacques Peterson got into it as the Giants played the Reds this weekend, and Pham slapped Jacques. How about that? Yeah, in the outfield before the game, you can see the footage there. They got a confrontation in the outfield, and Tommy Pham slaps Jacques Peterson, and everybody's trying to figure out what's this fight about. Uh it, if you're in a fantasy league and you have a couple of clowns in the league who will always argue and mm-hmm. accuse other guys of cheating, that's basically what you have here with two major league baseball players, Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham, and it's a re- really childish, um, childish issue that they're they're fighting over here. But this story is classic. Oh, it's, it's great. It's uh, it's one of my favorite ones in a, long, in a long time because Peterson was willing to. Reveal the details oh. of what caused their fantasy football argument. There's a text message in the group saying that I was cheating uh, because I was stashing players on my bench. And then, uh, I don't know, I looked up the rules and sent a screenshot of the rules, how it says that when a player is ruled out, you're allowed to put them on the IR. And uh, that's all I was doing. And then uh, it just so happened that he had a player, uh, Jeff Wilson, who was out. And he had him on the IR. And I said, you literally have the same thing on your team, on your bench. And then I guess he was in two leagues. And in one of them, he was on the IR. And one of them, he wasn't. So maybe that was a confusion. But on the ESPN league we were in, it, it was listed as out. So I was like, it's 
feels very similar to what I did. Uh, and that was basically all of it. Well, there you go. There's the background of the story. Don't you dare put a guy on IR, Matt, when he's listed as out. That's it. Now, you called it childish, which I would agree. I've been in one of these before. Super childish. I can explain that coming up in a little bit. Uh-huh. But it's also, to me, it's the most relatable thing two Major League Baseball players have done in years. Like every person, uh, not maybe not every, but how, like in our audience right now, how many people play fantasy football? In our audience, I, w- I would guess at least 75% somewhere it, around there. And, and a lot of them probably play for some pretty high stakes, I'm guessing. Right? Yeah. I mean, they could. It's possible. Yeah. And so some fantasy leagues have very little money on the line. It's more about a pride thing. It is, yeah. Right, apparently, right. apparently, these guys had some big money on the line. I'm, I'm going to guess that is correct. Now, don't forget, Tommy Pham's also, look, at this is the gift that uh, Jacques Peterson sent over. <laughs> making fun of the Padres when Pham was on the team. Pham is also the same guy who got into it this year with Luke Voigt. Sliding That's into right. home. That's right. Right? And he said, uh, you want to mess with me, man? Muay Thai brought that up. Said, I own a gym in San Diego. We can go if you want to go. Mm-hmm. Well, Tommy Tommy Pham is uh, kind of a fool if you know anything about him. So he, he's actually from Durango High School in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think this quote, this makes the story even better. This is from uh, Evan Wiebeck. I think he's a Giants beat writer. Uh, isn't that right? Yep. Uh, Tommy Pham said in response to uh, everything that happened here with Jack Peterson, quote, there was too much money on the line he was messing with my money, and this is the, uh, the quote that pays it off. I'm a big dog in Vegas. I'm a high roller at many casinos. Okay. This guy's making, right now, I think a half a million a year playing for the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. You're not a high roller if you're making a half a million a year. You're not a high roller at a Vegas casino. You might think you are, but you're not. A whale... A whale makes far more than a half a million a year. Well, uh, uh, I, I wonder, like, Mike Palm, Derek Stevens here at Circa, uh-huh. when they heard this story uh, the first time on the weekend, and, like, what they're thinking when they see a Major League Baseball player like Tommy Pham come out and say this. And the, I'm just throwing those out because that's where we're broadcasting from today. Right. Like, what their exec, uh, other executives across the city are saying. Because he is from here, like you pointed out. So I'm sure he has a history, but a big dog? A high roller? A big dog in Vegas. Uh-huh. You remember uh, when Fan played for the Padres a few years ago? I think it was three years ago. He um, he missed a lot of time. He was stabbed in a fight at a topless club, Pacers in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I've been to that club before. You don't want to brag about going there, trust me. Uh, but that's <laughs> that's the um, a little bit of background of uh, Tommy Fan. He thinks he's a bad dude. He thinks he's a high roller. And now he's out there slapping guys over a fantasy football argument from uh, two years ago. Well, he, he really thinks that he's something else. I yeah. mean, oh, yeah. all of this, slapping Jacques, again, calling out Luke Voigt, saying the, the Muay Thai stuff, and I got a gym in San Diego. If you want to come <laughs> over, we can go at it. Um, I, I, like, this is, he's on edge. He's on tilt the whole time. Is this how he plays? He's got to go out there and be like this mentally every single day when he takes the field? Well, I mean, he's barely hanging on to his major league career. At yeah, this point. barely. He's 34 years old. He's not putting up big numbers. He's playing for the Reds, the worst team in baseball. Uh, but he's a high roller at many Vegas casinos. I can uh, quickly give you the Cliff Notes version of what happened to me years ago. Uh huh. It was 23. Did somebody get slapped? 
No, but oh. I haven't talked to the person since. 2013, this, is, uh, this baseball league is more than a decade old. 15 people are involved. Um, and the year before, like, I was out of the mix. I was not going to win the championship in 2012. So I started to look ahead, and you can trade for draft picks the following year, right? So I started to offer, like, my best players for draft picks. And I was, I was active, and I was picking up guys all the time because that's what, what a fantasy owner should do is be active every single day, right? It was a daily league. So I started to accumulate some picks for the next year. And lo and behold, before you knew it, I had like 16 picks in the first few rounds. Mm-hmm. I was going to dominate. It was going to take a miracle for me not to like probably win the league the next year or else be in the top two, whatever. Well, it comes draft night, fast forward to 2013. I'm driving over to do the draft online. I get a call from the commissioner, who I've been in this league with now for 12, 13 years, right? He's a commissioner. He calls and he said, Mitch, I got to tell you, I don't know what the hell just happened. The league, the format reset back to the original settings and lost all your picks. I'm like, ha, 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 that's pretty funny. He goes, yeah, there's nothing I can do. I'm like, yeah, there, there is something you can do. Clearly, we can put off the draft from tonight. We can push it back. We still had like three weeks till opening day. Like, we're not going to have the draft tonight. This is silly. We're going to like put it. He's like, no, I've already talked to a couple. There's, we we got to do it tonight. I'm like, we're, we're not going to do it tonight. There's no chance we're doing this draft tonight. Again, short version of the story. We proceed to have the draft. Other people are chiming in on the message board like, what are we possibly doing here? You can't have the draft based on what happened. And I wasn't the only guy making trades. Right. So every, po- every trade was lost. And so we proceeded to have it. Why would you have the draft? Why would you go forward? Uh, Especially I'll, I'll you. Why would you I'll, participate? I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, I, I, I sat there for the league. I did not participate in the, in the league that year, though. I did the draft. So the, the commissioner and I are talking in the days after this. And we're getting into screaming matches. And then he goes down the road and he brought this up numerous times. Mitch, if you're going to sit here and accuse, uh, and accuse me of cheating, I got a major problem with that. And I said, huh, that's funny because you can go back and look at every single receipt that I have on text messages right now. Not one time did I say that you did this on purpose or that you cheated. So you know what you're doing? You're projecting right now and that tells me that you cheated. Uh-huh. Um, have not talked to the guy since. He immediately blocked me on Twitter. And I get, <laughs> from what I've learned since this deal, and he's a media member here in Las Vegas too. Okay. Um, Oh, he, he, I can't wait to guess who this he, is. You know who it is. He's petty from what I've gathered since then. And based on this one night, he's petty. He's childish. This is how he acts. I promise you he has bad, bad mouthed me around town since this happened. It's okay. been nine years. Here's the kicker to the story, Matt. It was a free league. It was a free league? Free league. We did it for pride. And we, we talked about this like almost every single year. We're like, Guys, can we start playing for some money? And other guys are like, no, we, we just love the camaraderie of the league. We want to keep oh, it yeah. free where sounds it has like, been. It sounds like there was a lot of great camaraderie in yeah. the league. Yeah, it turned out to be terrific. Does the guy's first name start with a K? Uh, you, might be, you might be close. Did you might I get be that? Onto something. You might be on something okay. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, it's, next year will be 10 years. I've not spoken to the guy since. And he thinks it's my fault. He blames me for this. Yeah. Okay. Blames me. Yeah. How? How is, how is it possibly my fault? You, you're, you're the person who set up the rules of the league. And you see how fired up I, I get today. It's yeah, been, been it's that been long. It's been 10 years. So this is what can That's happen great. when you have yeah. owners oh, yeah. and, and, you know, uh, a fancy. Well, the amazing thing to... about your story is that there's no money involved. No money. Zero. I, I thought there had to be a significant amount of money involved, but there's not. We, we started okay. it like in 2001 or 02. It was free. So we just continued down that path. And we're like, oh, I guess we'll still play in it because it was, it, was, it was like 15 guys that were pretty close. And Well, it's great to see the two Major League Baseball players can be just as childish as uh, 100%. the, the That's guys why, next door. That's why yeah. the story really hits home to me. Uh, NBA Finals and MVP odds, how they changed from yesterday. Next.
VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, the VSEN summer special is here for only $39. You get everything VSEN has to offer from now to the end of July, the next few months. You're going to be filled with best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com. Adam Burke's daily best bet emails, daily best bets from the MLB, JVT on the NBA, and Andy McNeil on hockey. We have lots of NFL offseason coverage. Don't forget golf, UFC, and more. If you want the full vcin experience, including the daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it to cost $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st, vcin.com slash summer. To put a uh, bow on that story I was telling about fantasy. And I did guess who the, accurately yeah. guess who the commissioner was. The Jacques Peterson-Tommy Pham story is so good from the weekend. To me, yeah. it really hit home, uh, close to home too, because it is a personal story to me and what happened uh, nine years ago now. The commissioner and I... I think you're better off because of it. I, oh, I, there's you no You said doubt you haven't talked to that guy in 10 years. Yes, I want to tell you, yeah. your life is better because of it. Yeah, yeah and here's the funny thing. This guy and I used to talk fantasy baseball and trades for two hours at a time. Get out of here. I'm not joking. And it was a free league. On the phone? Yes. Why would you talk to any guy for two hours on the phone? Because I, I love playing fantasy baseball. And it's like the, you know, the, the dead months, you know, <laughs> June and July... Yeah, that's, we, a, that's a sickness. And we would talk. Huh? We would talk baseball in general on the phone. But looking back, I mean, yeah, things have changed. I would never have more than a five minute conversation with a oh. human being on the phone right now. No. But that, it goes from that to no. Sorry, you're. Uh, we're not having the draft tonight. Like <laughs> what? You got You got to push it back. You're the commissioner. You can go in there and figure out how to do that. I'm, I'm equally amazed that you guys actually had this fantasy league with all these. Uh, uh, media members in Vegas, there, and there was no money up for grabs. 15, why, 15, 15, why would you contest a fantasy uh, baseball league with no money on the line? I, honestly, it's like, uh, I don't know why. And every year I tell myself going in, like, what's the point of playing in this yeah, league anymore if there's not no going to be money? But again, like, it's like we all kind of knew each other at that point. Friendship, it, huh? Yeah. yeah. yeah Camaraderie. All right, so what do you make of the NBA Finals series price now? I think it's too high. Um, I... I Fully expect the Celtics to uh, be a big threat to the Warriors in this uh, finals. I saw, I think there was one book last night open Warriors minus one eighty. Really, the cons- the consensus price is uh, Warriors minus one fifty. Uh, you can grab the Celtics. I think in a couple spots plus one forty if you're trying to uh, price shop right now. I you know uh, I I do believe the Warriors are going to get a couple guys. Healthy for the finals here, right? They're going to have essentially a week off before the start of this series, so they're going to be in better shape physically. Uh, but I like the Celtics' chances here, and uh, I prefer the dog side. Yeah, I'm not going to say the the. I don't think the series price is way out of whack or anything like that. I just think it's a little bit high. I thought it'd be Warriors basically a dollar thirty. I thought that was probably the right price. Yeah, so I'm actually. I'm pretty happy the NBA decided to go with that set date of uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. right, for the for Game One because you know the Warriors are going to get a big break here in between th- when they finished off the Mavericks and playing in Game One, but also the Celtics really needed a couple of days here mm-hmm. after that absolute grinder they had to go through against the Bucks for seven games, yeah. and then they just beat the daylights out of each other. It was kind of a football match. 
more than anything else in seven games against the Heat. Mm-hmm. And so they need a couple of days to get right and travel all the way out to the West Coast. Um, and I will also say, you know, don't really want to overreact because I was betting the Celtics to win the NBA Finals when they were in the series against the Bucks. Because in that series, I thought the Celtics at times looked so good. And I thought, boy, if they can do this against Greek Freak, I know there was no Middleton, but they had flashes where they were just playing brilliant basketball. Um, I would like Boston against anybody. I don't want to overreact to what we just saw against the Heat, because if I were to overreact, I would tell you the Celtics probably not go more than six games against the Warriors because of how they just looked against the Heat. But every series is different. Mm -hmm. I, I promise you this. The series against Golden State will not look like what we just watched. How do you think it's going to look different? It, there's going to be more flow. Uh, I would yeah. say Golden State is a more, more, you know, clearly more of a finesse basketball team than Miami because Miami can be. That's a team that wants to get you like it. Again, that's the team that turned it into a football game. Mm-hmm. Miami, so physical, um, defensively really, really good. Obviously, slow it down a little bit, but I just think it's going to be. More of a flow, higher scoring games, and more exciting basketball, quite frankly. You know what's interesting about that, too, is that so last night the uh, score was 100 to 96. It barely stayed under the total. Um, you're going to see higher totals in this series, but the Celtics were number one in the NBA in defensive efficiency this year, and the Warriors were number two. Mm-hmm. So you got the two best defensive teams, theoretically, in the league. I, I think the Celtics are, I want to say, significantly better defensively than the Warriors are at this point without Gary Payton and some of the injured players uh, they were missing in the previous round. But um, you do, I, I do agree with what you said. I think you're going to see more offensive flow, uh, more entertaining games, and uh, probably higher scores in this series. It's got the potential to be a great series. Yeah, I think it really does. Now, the, the problem here for the Celtics could be this, again, the Warriors have not lost at home in the uh-huh. playoffs, and it's a seven-game series. They have home court edge, so that means that they're going to get four games at home, in theory. And the Golden State Warriors under Steve Kerr, they've won, what, 26? They've had they've played in, they've won a road game in 26 consecutive uh, right. series, is what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't doubt either team's ability to win on the road in this series. I think the Celtics could go to San Francisco and win one of the first two games. I actually think, sure. I think they can go there and win game one. Yeah. Well, look at the number on game one. What are we looking at? Three and a half? Yeah, that's not, I mean, I saw a three. Yeah, no, three and a half, right around that number. So. That tells you right away that, uh, you know, the Celtics, you would think, are in a, a bad spot, a little bit of a bad spot because you got to go on the road and win a game seven. And then you basically got two and a half days off. And you're going to be in San Francisco on Thursday night to open the next series. I mean, today's going to be a recovery day. And then you got a travel day. So it's not like they have a lot of time off here, but the Celtics have enough time off that uh, I think that exhaustion is not going to be an excuse. Yep. I do think the Celtics look like a tired basketball team. A little team. bit right now. Uh, yeah, they, Like you said, they've been through some long, grinding series, and if they had to start the next series on Tuesday night, I'd bet against them for sure. So would I. But yep. Thursday night's a big difference. Yep. Here's Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year. Now he's talking about uh, how they are ready for what's in front of them. No matter what adversity is put in front of us, no obstacle, no loop, we're going to get through it, we're going to get over it, we're going to get around it. And um, that's just how we, we live our lives on the court. And uh, we really, truly believe that. You know, We know we're going up against a great team uh, with the Warriors, great players, great organization. 
You know, they have the track record to prove it. They know exactly what it takes. They've been here. They're their vets. We know it's, we got a long road in front of us, but we're up for the challenge. To my point, Matt, of uh, how every series can be different, in the last three games, here are the minutes played by a Celtics player. Two, three, and six. Uh-huh. That player is Peyton Pritchard. I can fast forward and envision what it's going to look like with him playing against Golden State. He's going to play way more than that against mm-hmm. Golden State. He'll have opportunities in this series. He played 24, 13, 23, and 30 in the first four games against Milwaukee, against Miami, and then they realized, yeah, maybe we can't have him on the court in the series. Well, you know what? You, you look at the Celtics' big three, and last night, obviously, uh, all these guys put up 20 points or more in the game, talking about Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart. All those guys are good defenders. Mm-hmm. That's one thing the Warriors are going to face in this series that they had not, definitely didn't face against Dallas, and really haven't seen much in the Western Conference. That uh, You've got guards who are going to be able to uh, defend much better on the perimeter and the Warriors, I don't think, are going to get the same type of open, open looks. I think it's going to be a much more difficult uh, go for them in terms of uh, open three-point looks than what they saw in the West. But that doesn't mean these teams won't play high-scoring, entertaining games because I think you're going to see some, a lot of transition basketball. Uh, I, I actually I, I do like the Celtics a little bit in the series just because I feel like they're the better defensive team. And not to say the Warriors are a poor defensive team, but I, I think the numbers are a little bit misleading and that the Warriors are not – when I watch them, I don't, I don't see the number two defensive team in the association. Yep. Maybe a top ten defensive team. When I watch the Celtics, I, th- I see what I think is the best defensive team in the NBA. That's a great point about how they have the defenders to match up with Golden State. Mm-hmm. They absolutely – they have the individual pieces there to make it difficult for their shooters on this team. Dallas didn't have anybody no. to defend. No, how the odds changed to win the – NBA Finals MVP at Bat Rivers before the game last night. Steph Curry was plus 110. He's plus 105. Tatum goes down from 2 to 1 to plus 150. And Jalen Brown with a small tick down from 15 to 1, now at 11 to 1 before the series starts. I'd be looking, you know, I have Jordan Poole from a long time ago to win the NBA Finals MVP, but I'd take a peek at Wiggins is 33 to 1. Somebody like that. Wiggins or. It's, it wouldn't stun me if a guy like Marcus Smart. No, not at all. He likes to take the big shots. He does. That's for sure. And if he plays well defensively against this team, up next, win some, lose some, here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and V Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50. And it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Oh, with Win Some, a lot of hockey over the weekend to uh, tally up here, put on the board. The Avalanche to win in six games. Plus 375, and it was looking shaky. And I know people were like, oh, here we go again with Colorado. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow they won that game. And in regulation, defeated the Blues, took them out in six. Scored the the, uh, the last goal with like five seconds yeah. to go, right? Yeah, how about yeah. that? Put the puck on the net. Good things can happen. Yeah. So Blues plus two and a half games, minus 135. And now we get Colorado and Edmonton, which is going to be must-watch TV in my opinion. Uh, Rangers, Hurricanes over five and a half games, minus 150, but a g- uh, game seven tonight. Rangers plus two and a half games was minus 180. So that also got there. How about in the playoffs so far? The Hurricanes, first team to start 0-6 on the road ever in the playoffs. Wow. Home teams are 13-0 and in any Carolina game. <laughs> and on Saturday, Champions League, not a lot happened, but Real Madrid plus 270 versus Liverpool one nothing, one nil. Final score. Thrilling game. I know that you're a huge soccer guy. I was riveted to the uh, the entire. Get the popcorn ready, Mitch. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's go to the uh, tweets and the videos here. This is uh, one better back on the East Coast, Matt. Yeah, forty to one to win the East back in January. Two hundred fifty bucks. There's a nice ten thousand dollar payoff for you last night. 
Yeah, no, no, no question. So last night uh, he cast about two hundred and fifty dollars of forty to one to win ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sure there's a uh, a lot of big bets out there on the Celtics in the futures, and um, there were some good numbers to be had in January, February. Like I said, I I know there were a couple tickets out there as high as one hundred and fifty to one on the Celtics to win the whole thing. Talking four months ago, and another thing is we played the video of. Uh, I believe Jason Tatum talking about what the uh, debate was. The Celtics can't win with Tatum and Brown. You're going to have to trade one of those guys. You remember that at mm-hmm. the All-Star. Sure. Uh, before the All-Star break, a lot of people were saying, hey, these guys can't play together, Tatum and Brown. You've got to trade one of them. And look what happens. So much for what the experts think. Yep. To the videos, here we go. I'm going in fresh to this. Uh, what are we here? We have human beings, teasing and seagulls. Is that what it is? Oh, no. Oh, oh, that's cruel. Come on. Yeah. Well, you can't do this. With the French fries on the dashboard, and you're throwing it inside the car, and they think it's going to be outside the car, and they come flying into the windshield. Animal cruelty. Yeah, that's not nice. Come on. Be better than this. On Memorial <laughs> Day weekend, don't be me. Treat the seagulls with some respect, please. Come on. Put some respect on the seagulls' name. Could we do that? Uh, bad beats from over the weekend. Liverpool. You can make a case here. Shots on goal, 24-4 on target, 9-2 in that match. Saturday, Padres money line, minus 270 against the Pirates, 2-1 in the ninth inning. They lost 4-2. Cubs, White Sox, under 7.5. This, to me, I think you could argue was maybe the worst beat of the baseball season so far because it was 1-0 going to the ninth. They tie it up to force extras. And then all bets are off at that point with the ghost runner on second. And then they each get a couple in the 10th. And then 5-4 is your final score to go over the total. That yeah. is just sick. 7.5 is a low total, but you're right. When you're talking about a one nothing game in the ninth, I think that was the worst beat of the baseball season. Yep. Also, Mets-Phillies under 7, final in 10 innings, 5-4. to four. Uh, To the tweets and videos. Now, you, you do not like this golfer. You are not a fan you, I want to say you never bet him. I never have. You never have. This is a tweet from Two Inches Short. Golf handle. Who's the most punchable face on tour? And why it's Patrick Reed. And there's a picture of Patrick Reed. Why? Why the hate towards Patrick Reed? He's the seagull. You're the guy in the truck. Fat Pat and Sergio Garcia got to be the most, two most annoying golfers I've ever seen in my life. They're, first of all, they're so slow players. Uh, they're both whiners and complainers. Some might say cheaters on the course. Ooh, ooh. I think it's a, it's a two-man competition. The most punchable face in sports or golf is Patrick Reed or Sergio. And by the way, wouldn't it be nice if both of those guys went to the Saudi tour? Well, Sergio's going to, right? Right, right. We send Fat Pat, too. By the way, Jeff Seeley, who you have on the show every week to handicap golf, he tweets out Friday afternoon, Patrick Reed is going to win this golf tournament. Yep. What's wrong with Jeff Seeley? I don't know. Huh? I don't know. That's Yeah, you can't make Put that him mistake. in the penalty box for that. Okay, now this is uh, this stinks, and I'm trying to like put myself in his shoes. I, I This would cause many problems for me. This is from VEASAN host Wes Reynolds, who was at an event at the T-Mobile Arena on the Strip over mm-hmm. the weekend. 
trapped. Last night. Yeah, last night, trapped in this elevator already for 20 minutes. Now they're saying another 35 minutes. You talked to Wes. How long was he trapped in there for? I texted him last night after I saw this tweet. So he was trapped in the elevator at T-Mobile Arena for a total of 50 minutes last night. Oh God, no! If you know Wes, he'll take a break at the at a break in the show where we only have about two and a half minutes. He will go out and smoke half a cigarette. How could this guy be trapped in an elevator for 50 minutes? You can't smoke cigarettes in a stuck elevator, no, right? I, I saw him tweet out a photo, too. Was he by himself? I'm not sure, but he was at a pro wrestling show last night. So I, I kind of feel like if you're in your 40s and you're attending a pro wrestling show on the holiday weekend, you almost deserve to be trapped in an elevator. <laughs> I would say this, Matt. Yeah. I could take The only way I could actually take being stuck in an elevator is if I'm by myself. Because can you imagine being in an elevator with 11 strangers? No, no chance. There's the the, cl- the claustrophobia wow. would be setting in. Brutal. And I don't like getting on elevators anyway because of that. Like I don't. You're going to be in an elevator for three minutes, maybe tops. You don't have to continue talking. You don't have to tell me your life story, right. or continue saying and be really loud about it when strangers like just stop. It's an elevator. Be silent, please, for a couple of minutes. I don't. I don't care. That's actually a good point. I, I, I think some of the most awkward moments you ever have are in an elevator with strangers, and it might only be a 30-second ride. 30-second yeah. ride, and they just continue like, talking. Let's when just they... get this over with. Yes. Let's get the hell out of here. 50 minutes, Wes Reynolds trapped last night, but he's free now. No, thank you. This is in New York. Uh, when the when dogs eventually find a rat, like in this park area, and a bunch of the dog owners are like, stay away, get away from this guy. <laughs> Huge rat, and every dog there is trying to attack, but they listen to their owners like, okay, fine, we'll go over here, pal. I'm not going to go get him. This guy, this dog gets in his mouth there for two seconds. They're pulling dogs away. Okay. Chaos in the New rat, York City. The, the rat survived. Yeah, I think they yeah. did. Uh, win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book, where you can claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250 match. Learn more at betrivers.com. How'd you do with the uh, baseball betting this weekend? I didn't do much baseball betting. Friday night, I bet two games, won one, lost one, and uh, that's basically all I did this weekend in baseball. Strange week for me. I was mostly in the wait, waiting for the Sunday night hoops game, the golf tournament. Didn't do a lot of betting this weekend. Uh, uh. Does this happen to you in baseball often? Because it is a marathon. It's six months. Oh, no, no question. This, this, this was definitely the strangest week I, I've had, probably in a long time betting baseball. No joke. It would alternate days, Matt. I would win, let's say, I would win everything on Wednesday, lose everything on Thursday. Sure. And the next day, it went like that for full, for like six days in a row. How does that happen? I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but I've had the, the same situations come up in the baseball season. I think it was last year. I could not win on Fridays. Every Friday, I would freaking lose. In baseball? Yeah. And so I would, about halfway through the season, I said, I've got to stop betting baseball on Friday nights because – I lose on Friday, then I win on Saturday. But you put yourself in a hole going into the weekend right, right. by going 1-2 and two or 0-3 oh and three on Friday night, and then you're fighting the rest of the weekend to get even or to get it back. you got to so claw back, I yeah. Said, I've, I've got to stop betting on Friday nights uh, because it seemed like every week, it hmm. didn't seem like it did, every week I would lose on Friday and then win on Saturday. So... Stop betting on Friday. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. So once you stopped on Fridays, did it continue to win for you on Saturdays? Yeah. It did. Yeah. All right. I, th- I guess it's just the way the series set up. It's, it's kind Probably. of hard to explain it why is. something like that would happen. Mm-hmm. But you're not the only one. 
The first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Must be 21 plus. Offer is not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. You were sitting on Sam Burns yesterday. He's done with two hours to go. Finished. Nine under. I had Riley and Varner. Varner's at 10 under. Tied oh, with like boy. four guys. Riley's at 11. I stopped watching the tournament. Once that happened, and the Varner... Uh, I don't even know what the, I have no idea how to explain that. Throw up 516. Do we have time for that? This Harold Varner implosion on the back nine yesterday is just as stunning as Sam Burns' comeback win from seven strokes. Pretty down. much. Here it is. Harold Varner tied for the lead at 10 under. That's why I said when Sam <laughs> Burns went to the clubhouse, he was nine under. There were five guys tied at 10 under. So Sam Burns can't win the tournament, right? Harold Varner putting for par on the 12th. He dropped 10 strokes on the back nine. How is that possible? Michael Lombardi on the NFL next. How long is the league possibly going to await, uh, wait to announce this? Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it, or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.